This is a Showbile podcast. Welcome to episode 8 of Bucks on Nucks. Ty Demera here, and we're back after taking a week off there last week for the Victoria Day long weekend. And I got to say, it's good to be back. Lots has happened in the world of sports since our last episode, so we've got lots to cover today, and especially in hockey, because in that second round of the NHL playoffs that just wrapped up, pretty much every series had its moments. So we'll dive into a recap of those, and as for the third round of the NHL playoffs, we've got some predictions to make in both the Western and Eastern Conference Finals, and uh, we've got a few other hockey-related topics today and some baseball to get into as well on today's episode, but uh, right now we got to check in with the lads and uh, how about we start with DK, because it's been over a week since we checked in. And uh, DK, we don't even know if you've been back to the Mandarin there or not. So, you know, for all we know, you could be back on the Diet Coach. How we doing there, DK? It's funny, because sitting right in front of me, I had to actually go. I talked about this during the Mandarin clip or during that episode where I said, you know what, a couple more trips to the Mandarin, I'm going to have to get myself on the Diet Coke diet. I'm staring down two bottles of Coke Zero right in front of me, so I'm oh, all the no. way there. I'm <laughs> all the way there. I still won't order it at a restaurant, but I am all the way there. And if you saw my fucking video on Instagram there yesterday, you realize I put on a couple pounds for one and for two, this fat body doesn't get too high off the ground anymore. So the Diet Cokes <laughs> are in full effects. Are the kid's trying to go on runs. He's trying to do a little bit of ab work, do a little bit of this and that. Maybe I'll get my athletic form back. But at the same point, I mean, how much more athletic do you want? I dunked on a regulation size net. We all saw that, right? <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, holy shit, this guy's got hops out there, dude. <laughs> yeah, nobody's ever once said when well, they've looked at me playing any type of sport. And this man, that guy jumps out of the gym. Nobody's ever said that about <laughs> me in, in my career of any sport. <laughs> you look about as bouncy as a beanbag out there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's exact. That is exactly it. I had a bunch of messages from my boys being like. I think uh, I reviewed the tape and I think one foot stays planted the whole time. It's like, I don't even, th- you know how people be like, oh, you could fit a piece of paper under that jump that you couldn't even fit a piece of paper. I would have ripped it, but it was no good. <laughs> the self-lob, self-lob where I didn't even jump and I dunked it, but whatever. Makes people laugh. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> right on. We also got uh, the biggest Rangers fan on the earth here on the podcast, Stewie J. Uh, you must be stoked that, you're, uh, stoked that your favorite team's advanced to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals there, bud. Well, Ty, look what I brought a handy for today. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to whip out the Rangers jersey or something. <laughs> oh, I wish. Ty and I made a $10 bet for the Rangers first round. Rangers beat Pittsburgh. I won $10. I said, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll move it forward. I'll go double or nothing. It won again. You already baby. withdrew it from the bank. 20 and bucks eh? richer. Do, yeah, <laughs> I keep talking. 20 bucks richer. Queen Elizabeth has never looked so sexy. Go Rangers. That one's getting framed. That one's getting framed. <laughs> hung up in the room. <laughs> it's like Mr. Krabs, like first dollar, whatever he got there. It's Bunchbox. He's got it in the frame. That's stupid. Yeah. Right now. No, I got the e-transfer though. I just pulled this out for symbolism. It's <laughs> I, I, it's realistically just numbers on a screen. Fucking bank. Just to rub it in. Hey, money, nice right? guy. Nice guy. Classic <laughs> Rangers fan. <laughs> but um, yeah, boys, I'm doing fucking. I'm doing. I'm doing all right. It's been shitty weather. Um, when we had that storm run through Ontario, was that before the last episode? Did we already talk about it? Or I don't think I we did. I think don't... we took the week off. Yeah, I don't think that happened uh, yet when our last episode ran there. That was all right. That. So, man, I lost power for about a day and a half. There was people that got power late last week, um, people near me. Um, luckily, I was one of the earliest ones. So, I was out for about a day and a few hours. And uh, yeah, boys, fucking, I was talking to my grandmother because she lives nearby and I was helping her out. And I said, uh, makes me wonder what people did before electricity. And she said, uh, had a lot of babies. <laughs> I guess that makes sense, right? Say that's why anybody before that was born before like 1960 had like seven siblings. They were like one of eight. Yeah. <laughs> Fact. Right on. Anyways. Well, uh, you guys want to dive right into the hockey or uh, anything else you want to yeah. check in on before that? You know what, Ty? I think we're in episode eight, and I don't think either me or Stewie has ever asked you 
How are you doing, buddy? Yeah. Let's check in with you, Ty. Oh, well, hell, I'm doing pretty damn good, man. You know what I've been doing the last, uh, what is it, not quite two weeks? It'll be two weeks on Friday is uh, quitting the smoke in there. I've been, uh, I, I wasn't on darts, but I was on the vape. And Round I've, of applause. Uh, gone, yeah, since uh, not the past Friday, but the, the Friday before that, I just decided, you know, I'm going to quit this friggin' thing and, you know, have an adder. The first couple of days were rough, but I mean, you get past that and it's not so bad, so... Anyone listening out there that's trying to quit, you know, you can do it. I think it's easier too going from the vape to quitting than it is cigarettes because I've tried to quit a few times in the past, just cold turkey from the darts there, and that was torturous. And then vaping, still kind of torturous first couple days, but a little bit easier. But uh, yeah, everything's been good for me. Been uh, busy with work and uh, just just staying busy and pushing through the the quitting of the vape there. So glad, right. uh, fucking you know, right, I've buddy. Been able good for to you. Stick with that. Yeah, thank you very oh, uh, much. I'm not on diet cokes yet, though, so we're uh, we're doing all yeah. right here. <laughs> yeah, doing you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to fucking uh, replace the 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 Nick sticks with the fucking diet cokes. You know what I'm saying? And well, you, uh, DK, you mentioned Coke Zero. I'm like, that got me wondering, what's even the difference between a diet coke and a Coke Zero? Is that the same shit, or is there any difference nothing. at all there? Like, I want to say the same nothing. Thing, eh? Coke Zero just says zero calories, zero sugar on it, but I'm pretty sure that's the same thing as a diet coke, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a different logo, maybe. Just like trying to sell it more. Like I don't get it. I think so. I, I think so. I I didn't know. I just saw it said zero on it, and I figured that I could at least drink one a day and it not hurt me. But that's probably also just a fucking <laughs> lie. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't put they couldn't pump enough artificial sugars into the fucking people, so they had to make another one, right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I wonder what they put in that thing, man, to get it zero calories. I don't get out like the science behind that. It's kind of freaks me out a little bit. You know, regular cokes all day, buddy. <laughs> with the buddy, cokes drink- and stuff, it's it's the carbonation. Like if you drink anything with fucking carbonation, it's just gonna blow your barrel up either way, right? Like isn't that what the deal is? So like whether it's zero calories or six hundred calories, I think it's gonna blow your barrel up either way. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. they have different effects too, like the the fake sugars and stuff, the fake sweeteners, like aspartame and shit. Like that shit's supposed yeah. to allegedly supposed to be asked for you and like be like cancer causing. Even so, I I always say I would just keep it to the if you if you drink sugar, if you drink the real stuff, you'll get diabetes. If you drink the fake stuff, you'll get cancer. So make your choice, right? Fuck. <laughs> You're gonna yeah. die either way. So make the choice and pick one that's the. <laughs> <laughs> that suits you more. <laughs> pick, Regular pick the one you think you can handle better, right? Yeah, exactly. I can't believe DK actually went ahead and got the Coke Zeros too. Like, weren't you the one chirping the, co- the Diet Cokes oh, the three episodes I'm, ago or whatever it was? The Coke, Coke Zero Verticals, I think they must be. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I was chirping them, and I do still think. Like, I wouldn't go to a restaurant and order a Diet Coke. There's no way I'd, I've got a safe face publicly and just say I do it in the comfort of my own home. But the thing is, man, you can only fucking gain so much weight in a short period of time. And mine was the last month. I've probably put on the old freshman 15 in the last month just from eating like shit, (laughs) drinking everything I possibly get my hands on. So it's just time to scale it back. I'll be back on the regular Cokes one day. Don't you worry. It's just, it's just That's what I like to hear. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably all that one trip to the Mandarin, dude. It just takes one trip and you're probably, you know, packing her on a couple of pounds, a hundred percent. I was sluggish for a week. I was sluggish for a week. (laughs) You need Michael's secret stuff. Swap it out for the fucking (laughs) zeros. Exactly. Get back, back Dunkin's shit. You know? Exactly. The only thing I'm drinking now, Coke Zeros, Truly Hard Seltzers, and Thornberry Craft beers. That's all we're putting shout in this them. body. Shout out, right truly on. shout out Thornberry Craft. Yeah. As long as you don't switch to like zero calorie beers, we're we're all right for now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's get into some hockey here. And, uh, you know, since our last episode... The uh, second round of the playoffs there wrapped up. And uh, why don't we start with the Rangers and Kane series there? Did that play out how you guys expected? Because uh, not really for me. I didn't expect uh, Carolina to lose at home in game seven. I thought uh, they had that series as a lock because of how good they are at home. But uh, the Rangers stole one there. Shesterkin's just uh, too damn good, I think. They got the better goalie. They got the win. What do you guys I can't think? lie, dude. I've got to be completely honest. <laughs> when They went down 3-1, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was wraps, but hey, the Rangers are a good team, man. They're always—I I think they're—they're they're underrated because they—they made some moves at the deadline. They look pretty deep now. The only thing I think the—they're obviously 
not as deep on, on defense as the Lightning are. But on the front end, I think they match up pretty well. And then yeah. we'll see what Shesterkin, the Shesterkin versus Vasilevsky, I feel like is kind of like the goalie equivalent of the McDavid-McKinnon fucking comp in the other series. So, um, yeah, two great series to watch. Um, game one's tonight, or I guess for depending on when you listen to this, might have already happened, but I'll be watching. I was I was surprised with the Rangers, but at the same point, like the Rangers have kind of I don't want to say have gotten lucky because the, you know what to win two playoff series it's not luck, but at the same point they didn't have to face Pittsburgh's number one goalie, they didn't have to face the number one goalie in Carolina. They were going against Ranta all series, and then Game Seven. I think regardless if Ranta plays the whole game, uh, the Rangers would have ended up winning that game anyways. Like, I don't think he had an effect. It was just going downhill for the Hurricanes at that point. But you get what I'm saying. Like, they haven't had to play two very top-string goalies. Like, Freddie Anderson was out. Tristan Jari was out. They haven't had to play the two big boys for either team in net, so they've kind of got lucky in that sense. But, man, that's all it takes in a playoff run to end up finding yourself in a cup final or something. You get a couple breaks, go your way, and all of a sudden, you're in the cup final. You're in the Eastern Conference final. That's no joke, man. That's no mistake. They're a good team. Yeah. I think yeah. uh I think Jari came back for game six or game seven, I think, right? It for was, the, yeah. I think it was yeah, game he got lit it, up regardless. But <laughs> yeah, I think it was it was either six or seven he came back for. Like yeah. I, but I agree. Yeah, he came back late, but at the same point, yeah, you're right. They did have to beat Jari eventually. But you get what I mean. Like they, to to Yeah, play, yeah. If he you didn't get to have time to get comfortable and shit, right? Yeah, I and then Freddie that Anderson. Situation, you know, you almost be better off playing the guy that's been playing than putting Jari in there in such an intense game. Like I wonder right. uh what the better call is to make in that situation. Probably in, in my opinion, I'd play the guy that's been playing a hundred percent. Like if it was three games with him. Yep. I if it was like game, game four of that series and Freddie Anderson said, Oh, I can play now. Like I wouldn't have put him in if I was Carolina, I would have yeah. rolled with Ranta because like you say, he's the guy that got you there. He's been playing good enough. This now you don't want to just all of a sudden bring in a guy who hasn't played in a couple months or however long these guys have been out for. And all of a sudden get blown out in a game and be like, shit, we should have just rolled with what we had because they were on a good yeah. streak. I, I completely agree wow. with that. I think that might have been what just happened there. But uh, there is exceptions, though, I think, when you got a goalie like Vasilevsky or Shesterkin yeah. or something where you just know he's the, the number one like all the time. You got to play him. You, you just yeah. have to. And Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell. <laughs> God damn it. But uh, how about we move on to uh, another series here that happened in the second round. That was a huge surprise for me. I did not expect Tampa to sweep Florida the way they did. And uh, I think Tampa was even the dogs. I think we said on the last episode or might have been two ago, DK checked the stats and they had Tampa Bay as the dog. And we all picked Tampa to win that series. A sweep, though, I didn't expect that. I thought it was going to like six or seven. I think I predicted. What did you guys think of that series? I thought the same thing. I, I, I was on Tampa all four games because they were at plus money all four games, which is just wild to me. But my biggest question, when Tampa won and then the Rangers won in game seven, my biggest question was going to be Stewie J. Did you hit that series parlay where it was, you said you were going to take Tampa to win the series and the Rangers to win the series and it was like plus 700 or something like that? Great call by you for one. And for yeah. two, if you hit that parlay, what? A fucking pick. <laughs> I did say that, but I didn't. I didn't hit the parlay. I never placed it because I'm a fucking. I'm, I don't know. I'm a fucking. That pigeon. was the one where you're like, don't <laughs> bet with the heart, man. You should have bet with the heart on that one. Man. I know I should have, but I didn't, dude. I fucking cashed out a bet three six five, and I just been slacking. You you can't parlay a, a your free bets on on the score. Oh, true. Yeah, it has to be like under plus three hundred or something. The score bets kind of. Um, yeah, they kind of shaft you a little bit. Yeah, they're dude. They're, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say name any names, but uh, <laughs> the bet three six five offer they had going there. I should have just done the same thing a couple of my, actually no, I'm not gonna say because it's, I don't think it's definitely against terms. But uh, <laughs> I had a couple buddies make like ten different accounts with like the same verification, like their same ID. As long as you made a different phone or sign up with a different phone number, you were good. They made like ten different accounts on really? bet three six five, deposited ten, and then got that two hundred and fifty free bet offer. And <laughs> they just made thousands of dollars. One guy got banned, but I don't think he they've like sent him a fucking invoice. Uh, invoice at all. So <laughs> even <laughs> if they I, do, fuck them. It's take a the casino. Money what run, are you gonna right? yeah, fuck. I was gonna say, even if they send you the invoice, rip it up and say I didn't get it. 
fuck them. Yeah. There's there's 40 other gambling sites. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Guys made thousands in fucking shit. But uh, obviously the offer's done now. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, I could have I could have done that if I was a scumbag. <laughs> But uh, or smart, I guess. But uh, <laughs> but I didn't do that. I switched over to the score bit because I know you boys were on it, so I wanted to make it. But fucking dude, I might go back to bet three six five after my fucking free fifty runs out. I can't lie, fuck the score bet. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think I, I was having more luck when I was on three sixty five too. But I also haven't been betting. They on also the they always have better odds, lately. dude. They've had better odds yeah. in every bet, dude. Every bet, I compared it. And I think if you close it, your account, you can rejoin at any time too. Like I shut my. Account I never down closed. I never closed. I just uh, withdrew and then I switched. So then, yeah, I withdrew. I did place. I did go. Yeah, I did go to place that parlay, and then I realized you couldn't with the fucking free bets. So I was like, "Wow, well, all right, never mind then." <laughs> yeah, I was. I was thinking maybe it's a sign from God that it's not going to happen. And then it fucking <laughs> does, right? <laughs> No, I was just, it was a great call by you. Yeah, you had a good call on the Lightning. I couldn't believe that the Lightning were dogs in that series. I thought that they would win. I didn't think, I'm with you, Ty. I didn't think they'd sweep. But at the same point, I did think they'd win that series. I think Vasilevsky only allowed three goals all series, didn't he? Like, he stood on his Insane. head that whole series. He's, he, yeah, he looks hot. Oh, Best dude, goalie of all time. Best goalie <laughs> of all time. <laughs> I did have a couple right, people dude. reach out and say that that debate is a great debate. And they yeah. did. The two people that reached out to me sided with me, but then also said the same thing that I said at the end of it, where wait a year and Shesterkin may be the best goalie in the world. But like they, yeah. the one thing that comes up is in this playoffs, I guess this series could kind of almost answer though that this debate, right? Like I just totally. think if the only thing that people were saying were if you made an all worlds team who's starting game one and they were saying it was Vasilevsky, which Shesterkin yeah. is yeah. a backup. But this That's series, right if, if Shesterkin, yes, it could literally change within fucking, what is it, 10, 14 days? If they go seven games, 14 days, we could have a different answer on who's who's the best goalie in the world. Right. Yeah. yeah. What is it, D- David versus Goliath or whatever? Yeah, absolutely, man. Got a big absolutely. one on our hands. Got a big one. <laughs> in both, both, both conferences, too. Yep. Yeah. I'm kind of holding off on that conversation a little bit because we're going to get into that when we make our third round predictions. But Stu mentioned that, too. Like, that series is going to be a battle of the goalies, almost the opposite of what's happening in the Western Conference Finals where you have just an absolute score fest where everyone's scoring goals and the goalies aren't saving shit and they're getting pulled. But uh, we'll save that for just a, a little bit here and let's move on to the Colorado versus St. Louis series there. And uh, that was pretty wild. I mean, what was it, game six, I think, or one of the last games there where the St. Louis was down 3 nothing going into the third period and then they tied the game with like, 20 seconds or a minute left or whatever it was. And they went to overtime and won and pushed it to, uh, did it go to game seven? For some reason, I feel like it either went to game six was, or game seven. I think it was a game six that Colorado won it in. I don't think yeah, it was, it was game six. Yeah. 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 So it would have been game five then that St. Louis scored the late goal to tie yeah. the game and then won it in overtime. That was electric. Like, cause I remember after that game happened, I just uh, kind of forgot about it. And then I uh, was thinking about the next round series. Cause the next night, Edmonton advance and I was like oh just assuming you know Colorado versus Edmonton this is going to be crazy McCarr versus uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl versus McKinnon and all this but then I realized St. Louis is still in it and uh, they they put on a a hell of a battle there but uh, yeah they didn't didn't come out with the win there but damn I was liking what a heartbreaking way to lose too (laughs) dude yep yeah, yeah, heartbreaking sure. way to lose in game six with five seconds left in regulation. That means you have to play That's five seconds of hockey, wait for a puck drop, knowing you're about to get your season over. Yep. Yeah, that was tough because they, they got that into overtime. We could have been looking at a whole different uh, outcome here, but that's yeah, too bad. Yeah. I was rooting for St. Louis a little bit in that one. Only because the Gretzky bracket, but Carolina lost too, so his, his bracket's done. He was flawless after round one and after round two, he's, he's out of there. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll move on to uh, Stanley Cup predictions in just a bit. But uh, yeah, did we get both your takes on that series? What'd you guys think of that one? Yeah, I, I thought I, 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 I did think your... I I, uh, I did think Colorado was too good for St. Louis. You know what I mean? Like I did think that they're just they had too much. I did I did say St. Louis got hot at the right time, but they were going to run into a monster in Colorado. 
And yeah, they put up a great fight, but that's exactly what happened. Colorado is just too good all around. When you watch this team, they're unbelievably fast. They pass well, they do everything. And they got like three superstars on that team. And they got another one in Miko Rantanen, who just has had an okay playoffs, but you know could go off for a Hattie at any time. That team is loaded up, man. I don't get how they have everybody and are under the cap. It makes no sense to me. When you look at their lineup and they roll their three lines out, makes no sense how these guys are under the cap and playing the way they are, but they're just monsters, this Colorado Avalanche team. Yeah, agreed. And then the other series we had was the Battle of Alberta, and uh, that was kind of the McDavid show going on there. And I think... Dreisaitl, too. Yep. Yeah, I think it might be McDavid's year, man. Like I, I watch him playing and I know they don't have the best goalie in Edmonton. So I just see McDavid almost carrying that team. I know it's not just him. There's a lot of other guys pitching in, but uh, he just reminds me of like a, a player in a rep league or something. That's kind of not on the best team, but he's the best player in the league. So he just walks around everyone and he carries, you know, they, they get uh, four goals scored against them. He's going to go and score five because of how frigging good he is. Right. But, uh, yeah, that, that series was, you know, kind of a surprise. I didn't expect Edmonton to do that good against Calgary, but they uh, they went out there and, and just pounded them. And, uh, DK, you were actually uh, rooting for Calgary, weren't you? Like, uh, hopped on that bandwagon a little bit. Did you switch I, bandwagons yeah. now, or what's going on there? No, I'm out. I'm out because I, I picked <laughs> two losing teams, one from the East, one from the West, and it's just like I'm sick of getting heartbroken. I actually predicted Calgary to win that series in five games. I thought they were going to kind of steamroll yeah. Edmonton, and it was just – I couldn't have been more far off, right? Like it wasn't – the Calgary just didn't look good, and they Edmonton looked way too fast for them. Like Calgary just kind of looked big and slow that whole series, which is kind of shocking compared to how they played all season. But uh, yeah, you're right about McDavid, man. McDavid's kind of bringing like uh, like dry cycles there too, which whatever. But at the same point, McDavid's bringing like an NBA aspect to this NHL playoffs, where if he's the superstar, mm-hmm. he and he's on your team, it seems like you're gonna win because he's just can take over a game at any given moment. And I don't know, man. It's tough to it's tough to kind of bet against him because you know what he can do, right? Yeah, yeah. That's you a- think of that series too. I mean. I don't think anybody really said Edmonton. It was just like I said Edmonton. It just I think like, I said Edmonton. Edmonton in seven. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. But I mean, like majority, I'd say it's probably like eighty twenty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. So I think I don't know. Like I don't even know what happened because, like, to me, it just didn't even seem possible that like a team so well built, so well coached, and just deep as Calgary, and, and with a goalie too was just uh was gonna lose like that i don't know what happened took one out of the leafs book there eh? i don't know what happened with markstrom dude because he had a he had a he had a great series fucking um the first in the first round against ottinger yeah and then this series he just kind of like i saw do you see that like graph or the comparison where it was like the largest gaa or goals against average drops per series so it was like the wide, It was like the second or third widest gap of all time from a, from back to back series. So first round he had like under a two, and then second round he was like in the fours or fives, and it was like pretty insane to see. Like I don't know what it was. Like he's been a good, maybe like um, I heard somebody say like maybe it was just like the way Edmonton plays. They're kind of just like a uh, make a chance out of nothing. Like quick, you know what I'm saying? Like cross yeah, they may just make like stupid plays. Um, and it's just they just play with so much speed and it's just like puck movement that he couldn't really like keep up almost or wasn't like wasn't reading it like the same as he would like any other team like Edmonton is a weird team you know what I mean like they get a certain combo of guys out and it's just like like I said they're top heavy right they get a certain combo of guys out and they just make like stupid plays like that like nobody else not like stupid as in like bad plays but like plays that like no other team is making except for maybe Colorado, yeah. which I, which is why I think it's such a crazy matchup. It's just like speed pass bang. Right. Or like mm-hmm. it's, or it's that so uh, much offensive firepower, man. It's insane. Yeah. Or it's like McDavid. You have to put so much focus on McDavid when he curls down from low, goes up around like the, like, like about like six feet under the, under the blue line curls in. And then you have to give him so much focus. Cause he's walking down in the slot, but then there's always just like a, dry side of like short side yep. goal line almost just waiting there right that's a goal i've seen like countless times this year 
for them too. And then Evander Kane is obviously a speedy player yep. and he's been putting the puck in the net like fucking nobody's business. So, um, yeah, I don't know what it was for Calgary. Like they've been good, solid defensively, solid uh, in net all year. And it was just like, it was a weird thing, but, but, uh, it's good to see Edmonton advance though. I am a McDavid fan. So, um, yeah, I wish, uh, how can you not be a McDavid fan? Man? Yeah. The guy's the best hockey player we've seen in our lifetime. Yeah. Like, you know, you could, you could argue against that, but I'm going to stick with that argument. If I'm making it, you know, McDavid's, uh, watching him play, it's actually, you almost say like an NBA all-star aspect. Like he's like doing a Kawhi Leonard thing where you got this star player, just not carrying yep. the team, but, uh, you know, making the biggest impact game in game out and you can count on him to do so every single game like he shows up and carries but uh i we, i agree we, though with that markstrom take real quick though i i, I do agree with yeah. that markstrom take because this guy was up for the vesna this guy was one of the three goalies up for the vesna this season and then just mm-hmm. has a drop off like that the one thing that i will i always think of when you see someone's performance decline like that is like keep your notifications on for Jacob Markstrom and there'll be something that says like, Oh, Jacob Markstrom goes in for off season surgery on his knee or on his hip Maybe. or on his something. You know what I mean? Like he, there's just no way a Vesna caliber goalie drops off that much. Cause he was so bad in that series, uh, which is not how he had played all season long or even all playoffs long up until that point. It just made no sense to me. It, it, he almost, it, to me, it was like he had to be battling something. You know what I mean? Or, like, I wonder if he gassed out. You're against Ottinger the last round and having a complete goalie battle with Ottinger, who's, like, you know, doing things we haven't seen in years in the playoffs. Like, this this goalie was standing on his head with Ottinger. And then Markstrom was almost equally as good. Mm-hmm. And then after a series like that, fuck, you're going to be a little you're gonna be a little beat. And then uh, playing against McDavid and shit, good luck, right? Like, it's yep. kind of adds up in, in a way if you think of it in that perspective. But you're right. He was nominated for a Vesna, so... Yeah, I don't know what 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 happened. I can see kind of both sides of that, but yeah. uh, we're we're talking about Calgary. Why don't we uh, dive into like they, they got a bit of a salary cap uh, mess going on? And DK, I know you wanted to mention this today. They're gonna have to make some moves this off season. What do you see happening? You know, they got guys like Kachuk and Goudreau. I think they need to sign right. So I'll go through the list of just guys that are like very quickly. They got yeah, like you said, Goudreau, who's a UFA. So he's going to test the market. They got Kachuk, who's an RFA, and you're not going to be able to put him on a bridge deal. You're going to probably have to sign him to a six or seven year deal worth a ton. This guy just had a hundred points this year. You got Andrew yep. or yeah, Andrew Mangiapani for uh, he's an RFA this year. So you're going to have to re-sign him. You got uh, a couple more guys like Cal Yarncroc on the forward, Brett Ritchie, Trevor Lewis. These are big guys for them that played a ton of minutes on their third and fourth line. And then you go to their back end. They got to sign. Oliver Killington, Eric Goodbranson, Michael uh, Stone, Nikita Zadorov. You got to sign all of these guys. And you, I think right now they have $26 million worth of cap space. If you think about it, Goudreau's probably going to get somewhere between 8 and 10. Kachuk's probably going to get somewhere between, what, 7 and 10. These are 100 point goal scorers, 100 point, uh, point getters this season and that's just what the market's demanding for them right now so there's 20 million you got six million dollars to re-sign another 10 guys that's tough man they're gonna be in tough if i had to predict something you sign matthew kachuk you keep him and you probably i'm gonna assume johnny goudreau walks i gotta think the opposite i think goudreau stand and kachuk might be going no where i'd like to see kachuk be going you already know what I'm going to say. Let's bring that oh, boy to on. fucking Ottawa and get the Kachuk brothers together. Brady Kachuk's been out there hyping his brother up at every game during the playoffs there, and I know they want to play together one day. Brady Kachuk just signed for seven years in Ottawa. He's got the C on his jersey. He's not going anywhere. He's not going to Calgary if they're going to play together. They're playing together in Ottawa if it's going to happen. So let's uh, let's get that fucking going, man. That would be the peskiest team in the, ho- in the whole fucking National Hockey League. It would have to be a trade, and Ottawa would have to trade a lot of your. Uh, I would expect a got, big ass plenty. name. Well, we well, got plenty of prospects. We got you know we got first round pick this year, which will be like seventh overall. We also got Branstrom, we got Pinto, we've got so many names of young guys that are going to be elite that you could Jimmy trade. Stu. I don't see Ottawa's not going to get rid of Stu. They're not going to get rid of uh, Batherson. They're not going to get rid of Norris. Those guys are locked. But I mean, they got so many other guys. They could throw in there. 
They have so if, many options they could make a big trade for for him if Calgary wants prospects. Nah. Why wouldn't I they? Think, I don't think either of them walk, to be honest. They, you think they take? You, they get both of them back? Both of them get re-signed. Kachuk can't go at all. I don't think. No, he's an RFA. I know you so like it, but he's an RFA. Yep. They. I mean, the if the if Ottawa was uh, if Ottawa had the balls, they could offer sheet him, but I don't they think got he's the cap space. They're looking exactly. to add another name. There's other names being tossed around like Fiala and Pierre Luc Dubois as well. So if it's yeah, not Kachuk, they, it'd have another, to be a or juicy offer sheet. It might have to be like an eleven, twelve million dollar offer sheet. Yeah. I think anything, they anything ten it. and under. That's yeah, that, but then that's it's, like four but then it's fucks you for the, Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, dude. I think Kachuk, Kachuk definitely stays. Right, he's yep. restricted. Yep. Mangiapane is restricted. Right, yep. he stays. Um, and then Gaudreau, what Mangiapane might actually get like four million. What are you thinking? Because he had a hot start. Like he's a good score. Like he's kind of a little. Like an underrated sniper, right? Yeah, he had like twenty he or twenty-five goals this year, I think. So yeah, yeah he probably they gets... have an expensive offseason coming that's what up. I mean. Goudreau is the most likely to go, but I, th- I can't see him leave. Like maybe if he wants, maybe if it's his decision, but I think Calgary tries their best to keep him. And then Fuck beyond it, let's that, bring I think, Goudreau to Ottawa. Let's go. I think beyond that, Yarncrow Yarncrow gets let go. He didn't really do anything for them. So they um, they got eleven guys, right? Like if you're looking at the list, right, Stewie. They got eleven yeah. guys that are going to be RFAs or Shillington UFAs. needs to stay. They need to re-sign Shillington. He's yep. restricted though, so that they should get that done. Um, yeah, but then they might have to. Kachuk, Goudreau, Mangiapane, and Killington—that might be twenty-six million right there. Yeah, that's four so, guys. They still got to let eight guys walk or six guys walk. Like that's it's going to be tough, right? Like they I do might you... need to make a trade and yep. maybe some pull some Leafs like veteran minimums and shit like that. Find guys on Robido Island kind of thing. Like send a guy to yeah, LTIR. Like, <laughs> yeah, or like it might be a trade. Lucic still makes five, yep. five two five. Backlund Luch. makes five three five. Uh, Blake, Blake Coleman makes Blake four Col- nine. Makes too much money. Yeah. Elias Lindholm is on a steal of a deal. Yeah, I like. Elias Lindholm is on a great deal. Lindholm's saving them right now. That's what I'm saying. It's it's tough, man. They're in a. This is why you get paid the big bucks to uh, like crunch the cat. How do you how do you sit there and be like, okay, we got 26 million. Two guys are gonna want probably 10. I love to be that guy. See if I can make shit work. You know, the Brandon Pridham of Calgary. You guys, (laughs) yo, do you guys play uh, franchise mode on NHL with salary cap on, or you guys are fucking losers? I'm a loser. Yeah, thought so. <laughs> I used to uh, play it, but I haven't played it in years. I play fucking EASHL. No, I that's know. all I play. I know. I yeah. carry you on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Get I'm the just hell kidding. out of here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kidding. dust you in chat. Let's go. 1v1. We'll stream it. Fucking live on Box on Knox. Live on Box on Knox. Do you play with injuries on too, Stewie J? Uh, I like to. I, I always. <laughs> yeah, ties over here. I always like to play with injuries on, but then it always gets too much uh, because every like th- three days you sim and it stops the sim for yeah. like an injury. So like I end up just turning it off like halfway through the first season usually. But that's what I'm saying. I, I did one season in my whole entire life where I did salary cap on, injuries on, and I made a whole like an hour preseason just making sure I was under the cap. Within seven games, I had like three of my top four guys out for six weeks. It's like, I'm never doing this again. I hate my life. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm turning salary cap off. I'm turning injuries off. And I'm simming 82 games in a row right now. <laughs> right on. I always keep salary cap on. Injuries is so annoying, but I keep salary cap on because it's like, I just think, I don't know. I don't get the point because well, it makes it more without realistic. salary cap, you can just, you can, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like the realism and, and you can just make a fucking all-star team without salary cap on. I, I wish you could set the cap. To make sure it's- I wish it could be like I'll play with salary cap on, but it raises fifty. Let's make it. It raises. It raises as you go, but then like guys will start fucking also asking for more, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you'll get like a fucking like eighty-seven sniper, like ten, fifteen years in, if you ever play that long, asking for like sixteen mil, (laughs) and it just kills you. (laughs) It's like they have a good season, and and if a player has a good season, they ask for a shit ton of money. But if there's like a player that's like an 85 overall that has a shit season, gets like 20 points, for example, they'll still ask for the 85 overall worth of money. So it's like, it's like brutal how it works, but, uh, Hey, it's the only game we got. Anyways, fuck video games. I just want to ask. You <laughs> and that's how it feels to be on. the Calgary Flames general manager. Yeah, there. right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Guys, a shit season wants 16 million or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, 
How about we move on to third round predictions and just kind of go through them quick here. We got the Rangers and Lightning. We've already kind of mentioned how uh, we've got the battle of the two goalies here. Last week, we were arguing who the best goalie in the league is. Stewie was making the argument for Shesterkin. I was making the argument for Vasilevsky. DK was kind of in the middle. He saw both sides. And now we're going to actually be able to see it play out. So how do you guys see this series going down? For me, I got uh, Tampa winning in six. Hey, I'll take, I'm going to take the Rangers again. Um, I'm not, again, it's like one of those ones I'm not saying, yeah, it is, but dude, it's been good luck so far. I want to see them win. I'm not betting against you this time. Maybe I will. Exactly. We'll see. We'll we'll talk. (laughs) Yeah. I just, hey, I just want to see them win. And then uh, you want to do both series, right? Back to back? Yeah, sure. Yeah, might as well. Let's do it that way. Yeah. Okay. And then. On the other side, I got Colorado. I think the Rangers are le- more likely to beat um, Tampa. Actually, it's hard to say. I think the Rangers are more likely to beat Tampa. It's probably because they're a game down already, Edmonton. Um, but I'm saying the Rangers are more likely to to beat Tampa in this in the conference finals here than Edmonton is to beat Calgary or uh, Colorado. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, I'm on Colorado in that Western series too. I just think that they have too much pressure and too many stars and too good offensively for Mike Smith. Like I just, don't, yeah. I and just, now it really comes down to goaltending, right? Because yeah. you know, Colorado's so zippy and they're going to get their shit just, just like Edmonton did to fucking Calgary. Right. Exactly. And, and that's not to say that, uh, uh, Colorado's goal is playing great either. Like he's Darcy Camper. He's not, he's not playing. And they great. had he's Frank who's in, right. Yeah, Didn't they, they yank Camper? Yep, and put in Freddie Frances there last night, as Frances. the boys over, over, overdrive boys would say. But uh, they fucking, they're not getting great goaltending either. And you know that Edmonton could pop six, seven goals if you're not getting good goaltending. So it's kind of a, it's more of a toss up than I think people think. Like especially if Kemper just goes quiet and goes cold, it, like a Markstrom stretch, you could see Edmonton still pull it out because you're not going to stop McDavid and Kane and Drysital. Like you're just not going to stop them like four like for four games in a row you're just not but uh in my mind if i like if i was gambling which i am i put calgary to win the series and then flipping over to the east i got tampa winning that series i just it's gonna be a goaltender's battle i think yeah or sorry yeah colorado to win sorry my bad i got colorado winning that western series and then flipping over i got tampa winning the east it's gonna be a goalie battle you gotta take the unders every single game because these games could end up being two, one, three, one, four, one, anything. I think the unders are all set five and a half. I would be on the unders every single game, but the way Vasilevsky's rolling and he's just got more of a resume than Shesterkin does in terms of taking series over. We just saw it against Florida. He only let in three goals. I just think Vasilevsky's awake now and he's fired up and he's going to win this series too. And it's going to be Colorado and Tampa in the cup final. And I think, I think if that happens, I will still shed a tear the day that that gets set up thinking, God damn it. Could this have been the Leafs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, fuck. I see Ty shaking his head. <laughs> Ty's like, hell no. But Nick yeah, Paul does it, it all, baby. <laughs> we, give, we gave them a, a, a way better run than the fucking Panthers did, right? Panthers yeah. are at their fucking. Uh, that's true, yeah. Hitting the Rippers after game three, right? Fuck. I, did do you, you think that was real? Uh, I, I wasn't sure. Do you think that was real? Yeah. You do? I, I wasn't so. sure. The guy, the way he was talking, oh, I have the best fucking connections in the strip in the strip club game and all of fucking Florida. Did anyone deny it? I don't think anyone denied it. But I don't think anybody asked them. Like, were you guys out at the Rippers? <laughs> I think they were just saying next question or like I don't know if anybody popped that question at the season end press conference. I would love for it to be true. I just don't know if I could believe <laughs> it, man. Like, I just don't know if I could believe it. That was like the picture oh, of fuck, they were um, they were showing Dodgers chugging there. beers. Yeah, and you remember yeah. in the bubble there last year or two years ago during like the whole COVID thing there, I think the Canucks, they got like a stripper for Demco after you won a game or something. Fuck, this <laughs> happens in the NHL, man. There are people too. They're loaded with money. I could fucking totally believe that it happened. I th- I think it did. I fucking don't know how they got swept. I think they're out getting fucking liquored at the strip club. That's how they got swept. Yeah. Fuck, except Drew. Drew was probably pissed. He's probably like, you fuckers, I'm trying to win a fucking Stanley Cup. You're fucking out of the rippers. Fucking last night, you fucking. <laughs> they didn't take advantage. <laughs> I'm going Tampa, to play in right? Ottawa. Fucking win a Stanley Cup there where they actually fucking try hard. 
I can only imagine <laughs> how fucking pissed the GM of Florida was and the owner of Florida was because they did so much at the deadline and spent so much extra money just to fucking get swept in round two and not put up a fight and then have the rumors of your boys being out at the Rippers during the playoffs be like, boys, what the fuck? I did everything for you. You right, just shit right. on me. Yeah. <laughs> is there like a curse? What is it called? The president's trophy is the Eastern Conference trophy? Like when, or when you have the most points in the league no, or whatever? Like most points, presence yeah. is when you win the regular season. It's yeah. Clarence. Yeah. That thing's cursed, man. Wales Fucking or something. People uh, that have, like, I can't remember too many teams winning the, uh, like, most points in the league trophy and then winning the cup. Like, I think Washington did it, but I can't remember too many other teams doing that shit. Like, fucking Ottawa used to win it all the time, and then they'd fucking I don't think Washington did it. I think Tampa won it that year. Tampa won the Presidents the the year Washington won because that's when Tampa got swept in the first round, right? first round by Columbus. (laughs) And if that's the case, I can't remember uh, a team that uh, I'd have to like Google Google search it because I can't uh, think off the top of my head. But I I saw the last um, I saw a graph like that, and I saw like all the they showed like the last like twenty years or something. I think it might be on NHL Instagram, but it was like uh, I think there was one team. I think I remember yeah. one team. I can't remember who. If it was. I had to guess, probably it like Detroit the, or something. Yeah, I was just about to say it was. It's either yeah, Detroit yeah. or like the Penguins because they were both yeah, in yeah. the Cup final. It felt like for like three or four years in a row there, they probably yeah. won it one year and, and capped it off. Yeah, Stu, did you make your Stanley Cup prediction there? I think you said uh, what did you have? T- t- yeah. Rangers so, and with- uh, Colorado in the finals. Is that what you predicted? And then, what, how do you think that? Oh, be? just like just now. Yeah, like or, I don't think you, you made a Stanley Cup prediction. No, I mean right Stanley now. Stanley Cup? Oh, you're saying like winner of the final? Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm not saying anything. I'll skip that one. Pass. <laughs> we'll save it Rangers. for next, next Let's time. Rangers. Let's go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. All right, all right. Okay, well, I'm not on that bandwagon, so I'm going to go. I don't think I mentioned uh, how I'd see the Western Conference going. I think Edmonton's taking that in six because I think it's McDavid's year. And he's going to pull some crazy wow. shit out of his ass when it gets wow, uh, wow. desperation time. And I don't Six. care how many goals. They've already goals. lost one, bro. Yeah. I don't care how many goals Colorado Six. scores. I think McDavid's going to bounce back and score. Fucking, bro, uh, you're on McDavid's cock, bro. Fuck. <laughs> Best hockey player in the fucking league, dude. No, he is. He I, is. I, I do not damn, like like you're a trusted him. You're, putting, you're, just, saying, oh you're calling him to win four I, of the I, next five games. I'm putting a lot of faith I, in this well, guy, okay, I think at he needs some help if he's going to do that. At the start of the season there, Wow, what are you saying? They beat fucking Calgary four to one there. Yep. And everyone had Calgary. But at the start of the season, before fucking yeah. like right at the start, I predicted Edmonton to go the deepest out of any team in the league. Like I was going for them for the cup and made a bet. So I fucking need Edmonton to win col- against Colorado. And I get paid because my buddies had Florida, Colorado, um, Calgary, and um one other team that was eliminated. Can't remember off the top of my head. Uh fuck, it doesn't matter. But Fucking the only teams left are Colorado and Edmonton. They're facing each other, and whoever wins that's getting paid. So I fucking need this win. But uh, yeah, and then in the Stanley Cup Finals, I'm sticking with uh, Tampa over Edmonton because I had Tampa win in the Cup. So I think it's gonna be Tampa Edmonton final. Tampa takes it. They got the goaltender. That's what it takes to win a Stanley Cup. Is have the best goalie in the league. But uh, hey, yeah, it's fair. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. One other thing related to hockey I need to mention, though, is shout out to the Sens legend Jason Spezza on a fantastic right. career. He just announced his retirement a little while ago oh there. Oh, my God, what and, a stud. Um, yeah, I got to say thanks, Spez, for all the great highlights and memories. As an Ottawa senator, he had 687 points in 686 games played, and he was part of the pizza line, which was the Healy Alfredson Spezza line. And fuck, those guys were the best line in the NHL for many years. Best memories of all time right there. My whole childhood is watching those guys light it up. Missed that shit. I had to get that in there. Spets, that guy's and what the is man, he working? Dude. He's working in Toronto's office now or something. Front office. Do they give him do they give him a position or is no. he assistant to Dubis or something? I, I want to say yeah, that's what he is, like a player personnel guy or something. I think it came out that he was, right. but at the same point, I don't think they really announced a position. I also sent out a tweet thanking Jason Spets. In his time here, I don't think people realize like how much he really did for the Leafs coming here on league minimum when we are everybody knows about the Leafs and the salary cap. Like we're kind of fucked when it comes to salary cap. This guy gave his all at the end of his career and all it was because he just wanted to put on that Leafs jersey. Then in like the game five of the Columbus series in the playoffs, this guy got into a scrap and just yeah. fired the boys up. And it's just like he's giving it We won that game. We won that game, yep. dude. Come back win to save the season. The we lost the fucking next one. Year, yep, the speech in the dressing room this season. Yeah. 
they like and Ma- on the ice, dude, and on the ice. Yes, bro. Matthew Matthew's talking about how much he's like learned from Jason Spezza in terms of like how much work to put in, how you have to be paying attention to detail, stuff like this. And all Spezza was on league minimum, man, league minimum this whole time. Like yeah. I, I had to thank Jason Spezza. I thought he was one of the greatest Leafs. Not even, not obviously statistic wise, but one of the biggest fan favorites that the Leafs have ever had in yep. Toronto. Yep. Oh, he's my favorite Leaf of all time for sure. <laughs> We're talking <laughs> Leafs. <laughs> so this goes back to our conversation. Ty, does his jersey go up in the rafters in Ottawa? Yeah. Um, for sure. That's a tough one, man, because he played for a couple other teams. I think they have like a ring of honor or something, and his name should 100% be in there. I don't know about the jersey or not. Because uh, he didn't play his whole career in Ottawa, but fuck, he's definitely one of those names when you're talking. It'll about go that. up. I think so too. It'll go up. For I, think, sure. I think. The, Maybe I think he played over a up. decade, right? He played over a decade in Ottawa. He'll be. And he was the captain. Sure. I, took over after yeah, Alfredson. Like he was for, for a year. Yeah, he was for a year. But I, I could see it happening. But I wouldn't, uh, you know, be upset or anything if it didn't happen. Like I don't think. Fuck. I. I don't know, man. That's a good question. That's a good question. I, I'd be interested to see if they do go through with that or not. Yep. But uh, either he's way, he's a Sens legend. Dude. He always will be. Alfredson yeah, and, then in, and then in two, right? Spets over a, over a pointy be. game when he played in Ottawa, man. And he was uh, one of those players yeah. that when the Sens were new to the league, they uh, you know started with um, the, the draft like what Vegas did, but the caliber of players was garbage compared back like back then to now. And uh, they had a dog shit team the first couple of years. And then guys like Alfredson being drafted super late. And then Spezza, when we got him as a, you know, I think it was like a third pick or third overall or something like that. Those guys turned around the franchise. They made it exciting to be a Sens fan, made it uh, a team to cheer for. And fuck, they did it for years and years with that pizza line. And I think, um, actually, after mentioning the pizza line, I got to uh, pull something up here just so I have the facts right. But um Pizza Pizza had to actually move the goal uh, post from five to six goals for every fan to get a free slice of pizza because that line put up five every other night. So it was like if they that line scored five goals, then you got free slice of pizza. But they did it fucking every other night, so they actually had to boost it to six goals because of how fucking good the pizza line was, giving them the name the pizza line. Yeah, they were fucking incredible, man. But uh, let's move on to some MLB action before we wrap up here. And lately, the Blue Jays have really, um, they've, they've turned things around. And you might remember last episode, we were asking the question if it's too early to hit the panic button because they're having a little rough go there. But uh, now I think they're on a, like a season-high six-game winning streak. And they're looking to extend that to seven tonight. So how are we feeling about this team compared to a couple weeks ago there? 30 seconds from me and then 30 seconds from Stu and then we're the fuck out of here because you heard the alarm just go off. Eight runs, six runs, four runs, six runs, 11 runs, six runs. The bats are alive. I said it. Stewie was agreeing with me. Wait till game 60 to hit the panic button and see what happens. We didn't hit it on this podcast. They didn't hit it in the clubhouse and they are ripping the seam off the ball as they say in the MLB, right? Kirk, Alejandro, Kirk, we're getting the best hitting from any catching uh little tandem and then the catcher and fucking general in baseball right now. And that's really been a huge boost because usually a lot of times that's just like almost as much of a throwaway position in baseball as there is for most teams. Yep. So to be getting that Kirk two home runs the other night, uh, I think uh, Danny Jansen on the season, his OPS is still over a thousand. Yeah. He's solid. And fucking they're both hitting up near 300. And then well, Kirk might be hitting 300 after last night. Fuck, I don't know. Um, I I think uh, Guerrero, uh, he obviously has a lot of room to fucking improve still because he's been uh, not quite on last year's level. So I think we'll eventually see something from him too. He's only got seven homers on the year, and three of them came in the dude, same Aaron game. Aaron Judge has what? Does he have twenty yet? Like fuck, dude, that guy's fucking going nuts. Aaron Judge hit more home runs in the month of May than the whole Blue Jays roster. Take that into effect. That's wild. Fuck, man, that guy's going crazy this year, dude. I almost, dude, I almost made a bet. I think I did make a bet. I think I bet Guerrero MVP. Um, but then <laughs> bet three six five canceled my bet, so when they switched back 
to like the Ontario oh, app or whatever, wow. but that's okay because I don't know. It's looking, uh, it's looking judgy out here. You know what I'm saying? Say he so, and he's in a contract year too. Remember, he he turned he down like 250 million. Yeah, he turned down 250 million in the off season. If he goes up and puts up an MVP, he's gonna get 350, 325. He's gonna get 300 plus if he wins the MVP. He's pulling the Freddie Van Vliet betting on himself. So good for him. True, I guess. And before. Before we go, I just want to say that uh, in the last couple of pods, we haven't talked much about the UFC. So don't I don't want the the listeners to think we just given up on UFC. It's just been no good big cards, right, Ty? Right, well, DJ? big cards coming up though. So uh, July second, right? July second, that's the big one, yeah. right? All right. Uh, the the okay, next dude. big one, uh, two seventy five. Is that the next? Yeah, Texera versus uh, Prokatsa. There, that's on uh, June eleventh, actually. So. What is that? Oh, uh, really? Next weekend, not this weekend. I think there's okay. a fight night this weekend. Rosenstruck versus Volkov, and uh, yeah, okay. I, I'm waiting till the big one before I get my picks and stuff like that. So in, then, two seven uh, five. We're definitely, yeah. we're definitely. So next week, we'll definitely have something for the lads, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, one hundred percent. I can't wait, buddy. I've been waiting for a good card, and it's coming. And they've even then, taken like two of the last four weeks off, I think, with no cards, I want to say. So like this is kind of their dead time. And then they go real hard into the summer for International Fight Week there in July. Yeah, it's yeah. going to get intense. Yeah, it was yeah. like yeah, a there's a dirty decent, card. Uh, decent dirty uh, card, cards yeah. that, that happen like fight nights, but nothing crazy. Like the the Blanchovich one versus Rakic, he got, Rakic got injured. That was disappointing. Holly Holm versus uh, Vieira there. I thought Holm won four rounds to one and they gave the fucking decision to the other chick. I was absolutely rattled about that because I had a parlay with home and everything shame. else hit. So that was that was an absolute shame. And I I thought she won. It was like pretty decisive that I thought she won. I thought they got that call really wrong. But uh, you know, we'll we'll uh, move on from that. And we're gonna make our money back on two uh, seventy five coming up. Yes, so sir. Right. Everyone, now in line your pockets yeah. for next week's episode. Or next right. week's episode is gonna help you do it. Yeah, Ty's so got guys, the picks. DK's got his picks. It'll happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. So that's uh, that's it, pretty much. Any final thoughts? You guys ready to get out of here? I'm ready to go, dude. Fucking All have right. a great week. This is a good episode back after a little break. Hell yeah. yeah, it's good Love to be it. back. Good All right, that's back. a wrap for episode eight of Bucks on Nux. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter, and keep an eye out for our gambling picks. Also, drop a five star review down for the podcast if you enjoy it, and check out the other podcasts on Showbile.com. And finally. If you can't be cool, be careful. And if you can't be good, be good at it.